Hello and welcome back to the Centennial 38 podcast. My name's Warners. And I'm Jared. And we're back so quickly after we uh, had just been with you not a mere two days ago. Uh, of course, we said that we would be here uh, and covering the Open Cup game. Um, we were hoping to record Thursday morning, but in fact, uh, we're recording Thursday evening because the uh, Colorado Rapids went to Wednesday against Minnesota, and 19 minutes in, after 1-1, uh, a little lightning delay came in, and uh, with the lightning came the postponement of the game. The rest of the game was played today, Thursday, May 12th, I almost said 11th. Uh, but yes, uh, eventually the Colorado Rapids would lose uh, 2-1 after going up a man. Jared, your immediate reaction? I mean, this is still kind of fresh in our minds. The game was not but a mere, what, eight hours ago? Seven hours ago? Six hours ago? Somewhere around like that? Um, initial yeah, thoughts. What do you think? What, six and a half, seven hours ago? Yeah, yeah, I went to work I, I have right a lot after of that. Initial thoughts. My first initial thought is, if you if you have the ability to look at a radar, which everyone does with the phone right in your pocket, there was no chance this game was going to finish. So what was the point in bringing everyone out to start it, play 15 minutes? I mean, it screwed screwed over everybody. Um, the Rapids have to prepare for a match twice in two days. Now turn around and have the earliest possible Western Conference game. Um, on Saturday, and uh, it just seemed super preventable. You know, you brought a lot of people to the park to play a 15 minutes. There was no way the game was going to go off entirely. Um, we had 70-mile-plus-hour winds, tornadoes in the area, lightning. The field looked like it was under about two and a half inches of water at one point last night. Um, there was no way that the game was ever going to be fully played, so uh, why we didn't just go ahead and, and reschedule this for Thursday proper afternoon where there could be fans I, I just don't understand the the reasoning behind that um and that's really <laughs> that's the end of the good news um everything that happened um after the break today was was pretty underwhelming and really disappointing in light of our recent form in knockout games which uh, I'm sure that all of our listeners are very aware of at this point yeah and I mean I will say that that was not a um Indicative of a first team, of course, but you know, um, you still had some first team starters. I was surprised, very, very surprised, that we didn't see Toure, that we didn't see Mayaka, that we didn't see Yappy. And if we had seen those players, I feel like it would have eased a lot of the, a lot of the criticism going on right now. Because hey, it's like it's it's our young, it's a young lineup. Aside from Anthony Markanik and uh, Clint Irwin, uh, let me pull up the lineup here. I should have had it right in front of me, but like Rubio's in there, Rosenberry was in there, um, Acosta, who it was has mostly the first team. It, yeah, it was most. Bias is a first team guy. Mm -hmm. um, you've got uh, who else? Brian Acosta is a first teamer. Um, should be, John should Lewis be a first teamer, teamer for sure. On. Um. It was, I don't even, I don't think we can, there's a lot of things that we can dismiss given the odd nature of the game, the rain Absolutely. out playing the following Absolutely. day. 
Um, we cannot write this off to playing a weakened side. I mean, really, the only changes are a very, very veteran and maybe ready for pasture, Clint Irwin. Um, that's a change. And then uh, Mark Anich, and that's it. Um, and, and that's not that big of a departure to see him play minutes in a crowded MLS schedule coming up. Um, so I, I don't I don't think we can write this off to playing a week inside. I mean, there was a little bit of rotation, but we've seen rotation on a number of occasions in MLS matches. Um, so really one one kind of debutante, um, and that was the extent of the changes. Are, are you saying weekend or like like with an EA or weekend? weekend. Like week, right? EA, weakened, like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. lessened okay. or, or deprived. I mean, Yarbrough <laughs> over Irwin yep. looks pretty obvious now. Um, and on all other evidence that we've seen since Yarbrough has been at the club and Irwin has been in the secondary role, would love to see Abe, um, what Abe Rodriguez is going to have to do to get a, a start for, for Rapids proper is, uh, I mean, I, I'm not sure, uh, but personally, I would rather never see Clint Irwin in in uh, in goal for the Burgundy Boys again. Um, well, okay, but yeah, I, I don't think that we were we played a terribly young or inexperienced or weak side. Well, well, I uh, I first want to come to the defense of Mr. Clint Irwin because he had an, a great shot stop uh, outside the box, uh, curler of a shot, and then and then again off the line. I really thought that was going to rally the Rapids. Um, you look at the two goals that the Rapids conceded. I don't think they're on Irwin. I think they're on the Arsenal-bound uh, Austin Trusty. <laughs> I think um, I think Irwin inbound. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, I think you look at that game, and uh, it takes the Loons three passes before they're in an attacking position. That's not okay. Uh, that is very much so a very uh, shocking thing, especially given the fact that uh, that you have first team starters playing defense. Now, I'm willing to excuse it if it's a Mike Edwards. If it is, you know, maybe Viasia is still getting you know comfy in that role. But to have Trusty, who last year was lights out, I mean, he he did no wrong. I can point to so many times, not only in this game. But in this season where he's been at fault, his distribution's been off, his clearance of the ball has been off, his uh, his reading of the game has just been off. And so of the entire back line, I have questions about Trusty. Um, Viasia, I think, is going to, as I've said in the past, I think he has a higher ceiling personally than Trusty. But give me, I mean, Abubakar and Wilson as the two you know, main guys in a four in a four man back line and whether we see it or not, it's T B D but I I put more blame on trusting than I do on Irwin. I think uh Irwin is is, you know, we we seen him had a really bad game last year against Seattle. Uh but Trusty has been on a bad stretch of games recently. What do you think? Yeah, and you said Arsenal bound I mean, that may be who signs his check um, when he gets over there, but I, I don't see him taking the field for Arsenal, even an Arsenal that got battered today by Tottenham 3-0. And as an Arsenal fan, it pains me to say that. Um, you know, I, I still point to the fact that Arsenal has a player in William Saliba on the books that is leaps, leaps and bounds uh, above where, where Trusty is. 
and he hasn't been able to get a look into the Arsenal first team. So um, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Trusty maybe follow um, some to, to the uh, Netherlands, Belgium, um, that type of league. But, um, yeah, he's not been great. Um, I, I've been very high on Viasia. I wasn't super impressed with his performance. No, he had a bad um, one. Across he did have a bad one today. The, the, the two games, I guess. He also, for me, looked a bit unfit. Um, there, were, there were some times where I, I had to call into question fitness. He looked a little off the pace. So, um, And certainly that's not, the, that's not the report on that player. So i uh, got to wonder if, if he is... Um, adjusting well to altitude, maybe a, a few more games than he had. Um, but it it was a pretty rough team performance all around. Um, we we had uh, crosses again. I mean, we just crossed to nowhere more than almost any team I've ever witnessed. Uh, we, we did miss Zardes, I think, but um, not a player that you necessarily want to deploy in, in this game anyhow. Um, but, uh, I mean, it's, it's a struggle to look for, for positives in this one because um, we've been waiting for a long time. And, and uh, this is shout-out to Joseph Samuelson. We're at, uh, I believe it was 1,795 days since a knockout win. Um, the club posted on their social media this is a must-win. Um, and I would say that the lineup they put out would reflect that they took this game very seriously and by all means wanted to win. Um, so... To go out uh, to lose another knockout game is a bit deflating. Um, and really the scariest thing is uh, having a game now in a matter of hours on Saturday early afternoon. Um, you know, we, we need points, and we need points in a hurry in MLS. So uh, now U.S. Open Cup is no longer on offer. Um, I think playoffs is really um, – that's what we have to be playing for at this point in time. And I know that that's we, we wanted to put off that conversation as long as possible because I think that looking at the team and looking at the performance from last year, we kind of thought playoffs were a foregone conclusion. Um, I'm not feeling that way right now. How about yourself? Yeah, it's um, it's tough because um, uh, I think it only takes two, maybe three solid games to turn this around. Uh, but when when those three games come around, it's, it's TBD at this point. I mean, um, I, I I think the the club has just been marred with so many injuries. Uh, I mean, you, you look at you look at the Minnesota bench. Uh, they have Reynoso on the bench. They had Robin Ludd on the bench. Both very prolific goal scorers. Uh, and and then of course you know their DP comes in changes the game scores a goal. Now we didn't get the luxury of having our DP, but man, having the legs of Yappy, having the legs of Toure, uh, someone that you know would have a little bit more fight in them to to, to just go out and run at them uh, would have been nice to see. I mean, we subbed in Jonathan Lewis and and his one real nice. I mean, I don't want to say nice because it is a tough shot, but you you can't expect the the production that we've gotten from Lewis to come in and just change the game. I mean, in years prior, Barrios would have been that guy to come in and change the game. He is no longer that. Uh, and so, I mean, the Rapids are missing Jack Price. We're missing, of course, I think the the key, one of the main keys to all of this in Brian Galvan uh, Rubio and Zardis, 
uh, will probably, um, you know, that strike partnership is missing. Uh, but going forward, I, I, I'm, I've said it before. No more Lewis. I'm, I'm done with Lewis. To some extent, I'm also done seeing Barrios out there as well. I think Barrios is, uh, again, uh, we we talk about slack. He's 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 gotten a lot of it because last year was phenomenal for for a player like him. But I mean, I was going on Twitter back and forth with people, and they're saying uh, that the problems in the midfield. I think the problems in the wingers, man. Uh, you have a, a a kind of a system where K and Price. Uh, really split duties in terms of winning balls and holding possession and, and then transitioning into attack. I think our transition into attack is amazing. I think we we do a great job of doing that. And then of the few, you know, of the, of the times that Rubio finds a nice, you know, chance, he can often more times than not bury it. Right? It's it's the wingers. We saw it last weekend when Lewis was one on one with the keeper. We saw it uh, today when Lewis, maybe not one-on-one -on -one in a perfect situation, but to put up such a, a, a measly trash shot. I mean, how many times is Barrios going to like dribble into into their attacking box and just lose the ball or, or make a bad decision? I mean, I it's no secret. I, per, I have come on here and claimed... That we didn't need Jazzy's artist, that we needed a strong winger. Uh, I'm honestly at the point now where give me Estevez and Mesquita out there. Because uh, I want to talk about Mesquita in a little bit, but uh, get me those guys out there playing in those spots with Beta Shore uh, in that left back spot. And that's and that's a Rapids team I, I really want to see. Because right now, Barrios and Lewis just aren't cutting it for me. Jared, what do you think? Yeah, no, I, I you said you were going back and forth. Is it the midfield? Is it the wingers? Is are both true? Um, we we have some significant injuries um, with Wilson. Thankfully, coming back and playing a few minutes today. I was gonna. Um, I was gonna bring that up. Abubakar yeah. on on kind of questionable. Yeah, the que questionable health for Abubakar, and, and those are kind of the the highlight backs. So, um, yeah, I, I think that we've got trouble kind of all over the pitch. Uh, Zardes. Um, not eligible for this game, so not a surprise not to see him out there. But right. um, you know, we, we talked about this in the last pod. Until he gets scoring, the story is he's you know not off the schneid yet. So um, we'll see how that shakes out. Um, I, I don't think that that's the wrong move. Um, and as far as winger play, I think that Robin must be expecting that he's going to get more from the two that you mentioned in Lewis and Barrios eventually. I mean, you think you just run players out with that kind of experience, that kind of resume. Eventually, they'll provide something, um, but it's just not been the case. I thought Rubio was too wide for a lot of the game. Uh, Barrios was, was way too central. I, I'm on record all year last year saying, what in the hell are we doing running a guy who is, you know, 5'4 in cleats uh, in the middle of the pitch? <laughs> it, to me, that will never, ever make any sense, um, especially no. for a team that is cross-heavy. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I guess Wilson playing a couple of minutes and, and possibly being on the mend and coming back in to kind of, uh, reassert himself as the orchestrator of the back line, that might be the only positive really to, to kind of take away from the game as well as, um, as well as getting on the board for Mosquito, but, um, a, a bit of a fluky effort, um, right place, right time sort of situation. But, um, yeah, I, I think that there's, there are some question marks really front to back um for the for the team to solve and not a lot of time to 
uh, produce answers, and you've got a good team coming to town on Saturday. Yeah, uh, I don't want to even talk about LAFC just yet, and it sucks because I hate tearing into this team uh, because I think this team is a lot better than people give it credit for. I mean, I've seen transitions into an attack that, you know, the finishing is lacking, obviously. There's no question about it, right? I'm not going to sit here and tell you that uh, we're a great uh, attacking side because half of the attack is also scoring goals, but the Rapids absolutely put themselves in great positions to score, and we're just not scoring. And there's no, there's no really excuse for that anymore. I mean, uh, we could sit here and look at XG all we want. We can sit here and look at, at goals added all we want. We can look at how certain players uh, uh, transition and move into the box, but at the end of the day, if, if you know, I think you've said it best, if it doesn't result in concrete actions you can see on a box score, I mean, what are we doing, right? Um, now, I do want to talk... That is a, a defining factor. I, I do want to talk about Mosquito because I think in any game that we've seen Mosquito, even in, in the 3-0 loss against LAFC to start the season in this game... Uh, dude's a workhorse. Dude provides a spark, and uh, every time he stepped on the pitch, it seems like he's playing for his life. Uh, and now, if, yeah. if if I'm Robin, I want to reward that. Uh, if if Barrios and Lewis aren't doing it, give Mesquita a run out at left wing. Uh, if you're if you're so sure. bent on playing the, the the three backs, but ideally, my Rapids when guys are playing for their career. You can get the best out of them. And we saw that with Baji last year, who went on to get, you know, a by, by all reports, a, a pretty nice deal from Cincinnati. So, um, and admittedly, yeah, I mean, that's Mesquita what, that's what Rubio is doing. That's what Rubio is doing this year. I mean, he's playing for a contract and, uh, whether or not that's, you know, justifiable, whether or not you can say, Oh, we're what there, there's this now, where was this in, in the past? I mean, we, we got it now, right? Barrios, uh, you know, last year wasn't playing for a contract. Where did his production go? Lewis, same thing. I mean, uh, if it really takes these guys to get going is, oh, I'm not going to have a job next year, it looks really bad. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, I want to get Mesquita out there, dude. I think a 4-4-2 is the way to go with um, – and, and it, it's it's a position where, where you could easily swap to a 4-4-1-1 with Rubio right behind Zardes. Uh, we we I know very well about Rubio's passing ability, his hold-up ability, holding that ball up, being a body, getting it to the wide people of Estevez and and Mesquita and Mesquita into a cross for Zardes seems like the perfect strategy. Uh, at left back, you plug in Betashore. Right back, you give it back to Rosenberry, and then your your back two can be a mix of Trusty Viasia, Abubakar, and Wilson. Ideally. Uh, I, I would like it to be Wilson and Abu, but, you know, barring injuries, it's probably going to be Trusty Viasia in, in this instance. But I don't, I, what, what, I mean, what do I know, right? Uh, I came on here and said that signing a striker won't help with our wing play and it's going to be the same team and we're still stuck with the same problem. So uh, I, I'm, I'm all out of uh, answers for uh, how to make this team good without just just get Brian Galvan healthy, get Jack Price healthy, and it'll sort itself out. One must hope. One must hope. I, I, I don't know what kind of timelines we're looking at for, for full returns, but um, I, I certainly will feel a lot better if Danny Wilson's in the back line 
um, come Saturday. But um, I, I think you're dead on. There's a, there's a lot of questions, and um, the answers are not readily at hand. Um, I, I think the plug-and-play answer was we just need a striker, and the results will come. Um, that still may be possibly true, but we've, we've got, you know, We've got other problems that, that have to come good. And what it's going to take to get Barrios back into form like he was last year, I have no idea. Um, but while Mosquito's hot, I, I think you got to ride the hot hand. Um, and I agree with you that he, he has come in and provided definitely a spark. Um, enough, enough so that, to me, with the lack of productivity from the wings, he's deserved a, a, at least a start. So... Um, would be nice to see him run out against LAFC on Saturday. And it very well could be a uh, this guy's only good uh, coming off the bench situation because uh, Lewis was the same way. If he came on, he would score a goal and it'd be our super sub. But in his in Lewis's starts, he's proven not be that player. I mean, maybe Mosquito's the same way. Maybe he gets out there, gets the start, and gets absolutely obliterated by a by a smothering back line of LAFC. I don't. I wouldn't bet my money on Mosquito start, but if I see it, uh, that at least gives me some confidence that yes, not every player's position is guaranteed. Uh, that you can work your way in, because otherwise, you know, what do you got Mosquito riding your bench for? Um, it's yeah, it, and probably need to send a message to some that that your position isn't guaranteed, and you can be on your way out very quickly. Um, so you know, we we've talked about those names a little bit, but. Um, you know, I, I think that, that it's mutually beneficial because you've got some guys who are very hungry for minutes who aren't seeing the field that probably need to see some time. And you've got some, some guys who are veterans now that um, really aren't pulling their weight and need to be reminded that um, productivity is not optional. Um, we, it's got to be, you know, there's got to be returns or else you're just your you're wasted minutes um, that can be given to players that, that we need to develop, and and we've noted over the last few years we have been a club that has developed youngsters, and we want to continue to do that. There's only one way to get youngsters um, sent away on big deals. That's to get first-team minutes. So um, I, I think might be time to, to see some new faces in the lineup. Um, maybe not this weekend because LAFC, I think Robin's going to go with the players that he already has a lot of trust in. But you look down the road and you look at a Wednesday night away in Kansas City and and I think that might be an opportunity to to run out some some new faces. Yeah, and I think you said it. I mean, you, I was going to bring it up. I think you're going to have to play new faces. That you can't afford to just play the same lineup every game from here until uh, the first break in June. I think uh, May this the stretch of games in May, um, for better or for worse, is going to set the tone for what the rest of the season is going to be. You get it. Um, I forget what we set the lineup at, at the line at for points out of this game because I mean we were looking at Charlotte, Portland. Now we have LAFC, San Jose. We're on the fourth out of seven games that we were talking about a couple weeks ago. Where and I think that's the best metric to judge a team by is is se every seven games because eventually. That rounds out to all the 34 teams, you know, five, you know, games of seven. Um, but that's all to say that um, come the end of this this stretch of games, uh, I think we set the point total at what 
14, 15? I, I think 15 because you you ideally like want to win. a dozen bare minimum. Yeah, we said dozen bare minimum. I said 15 if you want to be a playoff team because you win your games at home. Uh, the Rapids are at what, four? Four points out of a possible 12 right now? Points. In, Disappointing in, in, draw with Charlotte took care of business against Portland, but aside from that, um, we have been uh, <laughs> really dropping points um, near and far. So um, you look back, uh, so mention the win against Portland, uh, we, we and the loss against San Jose, of course, um, tied against Charlotte, lost against Minnesota on the road again uh, back in mid-April, mm -hmm. loss at Dallas, draw uh, again against Salt Lake. So uh, we've dropped points at every turn um, at this point. So when you talk about getting a run of games that might turn the tide of the season, um, I, the last run of games certainly looks easier than the upcoming run of games yep. um, that we have for the end of this month um, and into June. And hey, me, I mean, we, we look at the upcoming state of games. I mean, it looks rough, right? Because... Of this, of those games that we were talking about, it ended with a um, let's see, Charlotte one, two, three, four, seven. It ends. I mean, the the it kind of ends with Nashville, right? Um, but you you're facing a Kansas City team on the road. They're not that good this season. But what have I've always said? The Rapids are a team. They used to be the team where you can get right on them. Uh, they now it looks like we're we've regressed back to yeah. Yeah, we're having a bad slump of games. Let's trounce Colorado. Get Seattle. Uh, tough team. Maybe they're maybe yeah, they're experienced. Oh, sorry. <laughs> maybe they're experienced. Their hangover for CCL. Oh, maybe no, we can get fine. them there. But I I think um, the next four games are at, you have to win your home games, and it's tough because it is LAFC, and it is after. Uh, what after, uh, after you know this whole U.S. Open Cup fiasco, the last time uh, it doesn't look too promising because the last time this happened, Rapids uh, beat Comunicaciones and lost on PKs, and then that next Saturday played LAFC. This time around, we played Minnesota, uh, lost to them, and then on a two-day turnaround, and I wouldn't even call it two-day turnaround. It, it is just like. Well, exactly two day turnaround. It's right at forty eight hours. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's dead on because um, the game today ended around one thirty, and um, the the game on Saturday will start at one thirty p.m. So I mean, forty six um, hours. Exactly forty eight hour turnarounds. Uh, kind of unprecedented. Yeah, and if the Rapids can Plus somehow. So you know they're probably not going to be back in Colorado until uh, you know probably around this time you know later evening um, on Thursday. So. Uh, really short recovery period. Yeah, I think if the Rapids beat LAFC, that is a testament to the type of club this is. Uh, I think you could look forward to sort of a um, a we're not dead yet kind of season. Uh, and admittedly, they can go on a run. It's not. I don't mean to like you know blow the uh, blow the like you know, be the buzzkill. Admittedly, June, July, you get a nice hot summer signing. Uh, you start, um, you know, racking up some points here and there. Uh, it, it, it's, I don't want to say it's still early, right? Because it's not early in the season. We're, 
we're right in, in into it, but losing against LAFC, it, it looks as though it's going to be a loss. I'm not going to lie, but if we win, that should inspire some hope that the season's not completely over. Uh, a draw, I take as well, but the win, you kind of really need to kind of be here, if that makes sense, to to make yourselves known to the fan base, to the, the rest of the city that uh, we're not quite dead yet. What do you think? Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, I think it would be a statement to, to at least get a point out of the LAFC game because you look at it, you, you drop three against LAFC, you go on the road to Kansas City. That's you know not going to be an easy match. It's never easy to play in Kansas City, no mm -hmm. matter what their results are. They actually um, they haven't dropped uh, three points since mid-April against LAFC. So you know they're they're actually coming into a bit of form. And you have world beater Seattle, um, who who are just freshly going to be rested probably after uh, their CCL run. And then Nashville at home to round out the month. So those next four games, you know, if, if we lose to LAFC, you could definitely see a slide um, that could take place through close to the end of the month. But the benefit of this is that three out of the four are at home. Um, and if we can take care of business at home, I mean, if we take nine out of the next 12, I don't think anyone's going to, you know, bat an eye. Uh, we'll, we'll be right in the hunt. Um, all will be well. But if, if, like I say, you slide against LAFC, you – um, kind of slide again Kansas City on the road and then you play world beating Seattle zero out of the next nine and we're in big big trouble so um, you know we, we've liked this team I don't think that's changed at all we're still high on a lot of the players but we we got to get a lot more out of them than we've seen so far this season and um, it does need to start very soon um, especially in in a stretch where you have three out of four at home even though the opposition could be a bit easier um, to, to be fair yeah it is uh, it's looking it's looking grim I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat it I think um, with everything that's been happening uh, in the lineup um, and everything that's been happening in terms of player production player acquisition, um, I think the the outcries of hashtag buy a striker are looking very very dumb. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, the I think and, it's still an obvious hold that uh, we we needed that we needed that player too. Well, absolutely, um, but I mean the you, fact that the wingers aren't aren't scoring and aren't producing um, is is independent to the fact that last year uh, they did and we were lacking a striker. So um, that they're not producing is is you know i think immaterial to the fact that a good mls side needs two strikers um so right right I, I don't right i think that the bias striker was the wrong idea i just think that um given the productivity of the wingers we just shipped off shin yashiki and he scored uh two and two now for uh for charlotte so I don't know. It's very difficult. I, mean, I would love to see another attacking player brought in in the next window. Um, that would be phenomenal, I think. Uh, but really, we've got to figure out some way to get more productivity from the wings. Um, and I think that having a striker like Zardes, who is inevitably going to split some of the minutes to lead the line with, with Rubio, um, I think that that can only help the productivity of the wingers because they have someone taller than, you know, five eight, five nine to cross into. So um, hopefully, you know, that the Zardes signing doesn't wind up being the wrong move. And hopefully as he acclimates, he kind of lifts the tide for all of our attacking players. We've got to hope so. 
Um, and then it's just a matter of getting right. But getting right for me does include scoring more than a goal a game. I mean, we have been at a goal or less how many of the last games? I and mean, when's the last time we scored two in a match? Um, against Portland. Oh, we scored two against Portland. <laughs> and go no, figure, right. we won. Uh, prior to that, uh, we we hadn't scored two goals in a game since. Since Kansas City. Oh, what, do you, what do you know? The last time we won against Kansas City. No, you're so, right. Over, uh, over one and a half looking like very. Clockwork. If you score some goals, you can win games. But, you know, we've got to manage at least two. Um, asking for Yarbrough shutouts every every week is, is a tall order. Um, certainly not going to expect shutouts from Irwin. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's all got to start from, from scoring goals. How do we manufacture that productivity? And um, I, a lot of it has to come from the wings. I mean, Rubio's already been in a purple patch. Um, I, I don't think that, you know, no one's throwing fault his way. But um, Zardes needs to get on the score sheet and open his account. And uh, hopefully in doing so, he gets the long-awaited assist that we've been waiting for from the wings. So... Um, should be an interesting game on Saturday, um, and as you can tell, uh, folks at home, our, our expectations are low around here. So um, what's nice about that is it will be hard to disappoint. Um, but the last time that we witnessed LAFC uh, play at Dick Sporting Goods Park, uh, it was a bit of a, a jubilant affair. So uh, maybe we can recapture a little bit of that magic, and maybe this is just what we need is, is a W against a tough West, Western Conference opposition. No, you're right, and, and I want to go back to the bias striker thing because I think trading away Shinyashiki was a bit premature because we had only played him on the wing. As a winger, Shinyashiki is not productive, right? I think uh, I think you have said it plenty of times last year that uh, Shinyashiki should be central. He should be playing as a forward, not as a, a winger. Uh, and then to, to just kind of trade for Zardes as uh, as a two-striker for... I mean, if we go into a two-striker formation, I really have no idea what the Rapids look like in on Saturday. I have no idea what they look like uh, <laughs> four games from now. I don't know what they look like on decision day against Austin. Uh, but if it is a two-striker formation that we want to roll with, what I don't see why why anything was what was wrong with Shinyashiki being in his place. I mean, Zardis is here, okay? And and everyone knows I've been giving him a lot of shit. Uh, and I don't want it to be the case. I was I was on Zardis to score a goal. I, I want him to, to score. I want him I want the Rapids to win. I want to be wrong about this acquisition. It's not as though uh, I get money every time he doesn't score, right? Uh, it's just kind of the situation that we're in where uh, you traded for a player that you kind of I want to say you already had in in Shinyashiki. Um, it's just playing him just so so much with you know as a winger. I think it's I don't I, it's tough. I think it's tough uh, uh, to, to to really uh, to stomach right now because the wingers are bad. Shinyashiki was part of those crop of wingers where he really shouldn't have been, and now we're kind of stuck with uh, two strikers that get uh, very little service. And, I, and you hope that they do, that it'll start to turn around because, you know, the wingers might have someone bigger than, than Ruby to get it to. But 
I don't think this team has ever been really effective with the crosses. It's always been uh, possession-based, moving uh, kind of laterally across the um, the the sides of the pitch, and then uh, finally unlocking with that breakthrough pass. Uh, the direct football that we play is when we're outmatched by a team that's clearly better than us. Or like today, uh, I, I said it. I, I tweeted this out earlier. The Rapids. Um, let me pull up this tweet here because uh, Robin Frazier was really upset at the conditions that he had to play that game in, right? And he was really upset that not only they couldn't get that rescheduled, but because they had that game afterwards. I said the Rapids were dealt a shit hand. They tried to make their best to make it work. The bunkering style of play we saw today was not tactics to win the match. It was quite purely to survive and make it out with no injuries and very little strain on the body for a big weekend game coming up. And then as much as I wanted them to win, um, Robin Frazier's right, dude. Like, the situations were tough. Uh, when we bunker and cross, that's that's the type of team we are when we just, you know, want to get out of the hell out of Dodge. And then when we play our game, it's not really based on crossing uh, it is based on those attacking forward movements that are just lacking right now. And uh, I hope Zardas can come and turn it around. I hope the Rapids can transition into a 4-4-2. Uh, either way, though, it needs to the formation needs to end with two. It can't be uh, Zardas taking Rubio's spot. They have to work together at this point. Um, otherwise, it's going to be a long, long season. Thoughts? Amen. And I apologize. I just lost about the last three minutes of audio, so I'm glad you could soliloquy on the striker situation for that long <laughs> um, and still wrap it up with, hey, I hope, I hope that both these guys can figure it out. Um, but yeah, I, I think we're, we're dead in agreement there. Um, uh, you know, no matter how rosy or unrosy your view of the Zardes signing may be, um, if you're rooting for the Rapids, you're, you're got to hope that he scores and he scores soon. Um, and and hopefully we'll see that happen on Saturday as he will be one of the most rested of our uh, of our number. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's hard to say he should score against LAFC if he doesn't. I don't blame him, but if this guy is going to be the uh, the guy that makes the money on our team, then score the fucking goals. That's that's all I can say, really. Um, Jared, that's going to be it from us at the C thirty eight podcast. Do you have any other things to say before we wrap this one up? No, I just reiterate your score for some fucking goals. Uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough stretch. So if we can manage two goals, that's been a winning recipe. Um, how, how we do that uh, to be determined. So um, I'll be at the park bright and early. Um, I think we're doing uh, the tailgate will be breakfast themed as it will start at 10 30, 11 o'clock a.m. Um, yep. So come, come early, uh, come hungry, and uh, you know even though there's an a an a.m. time on the clock, um, you are forgiven once in the the barriers of the tailgate to drink beer, even though it's still the morning time. Um, and I certainly will be. I mean, right we drank during yeah. Thanksgiving, so. Oh yeah, and, and that was morning. Oh, yeah. So, uh, if you Very if, true. if if you weren't if you weren't ashamed to be drinking early on Thanksgiving morning. You don't have any reason to be ashamed at Saturday, May 14th uh, against LAFC. Now, I do want to uh, say that this game is going to be on Univision. So, uh, what that means is Rapids fans, uh, if you're not going to the game, which, you know, sucks because 
Uh, ideally, you'd hope the away games you could catch on Univision. Uh, this game will be on Univision. It is on uh, also going to be live stream on Twitter. So that's uh, two games in a row that you can see for free. Uh, it makes me look dumb because I bought the Avaca looking... I mean, I was always going to get the Avaca, but uh, I could have probably waited a bit. <laughs> Instead, I rushed to get it because I unfortunately will not be at the game. I am coaching my U9s and my U12s, and their games uh, go until 1.30, uh, conveniently right around the time the game starts. So, in my opinion, if I can't make the tailgate, if I can't make the whole spectacle of it, and I have to rush in through traffic to make it to the game, then I don't want to be there, unfortunately, as, as bad as that sounds. Um, uh, yeah, I, uh, I won't be there. I hope uh, everyone else is loud in return for me um can only hope that the rapids find find the will find the way uh jared where can they find you buddy hey they can find me at jared underscore geisler on twitter and they can also find me at the tailgate on saturday um I, i've got a be a little extra rowdy in juan's absence so um you can catch me there um and look forward to seeing you out of the park yeah break some shit in my name like i want to see you guys like uh get like something like glass and just like smash it on the ground for me in, in my honor we're gonna start a riot you're not gonna be there you're gonna feel so left out <laughs> what are we rioting about zardes scores we riot all right i like that uh what if he doesn't score you just gonna calmly walk home still riot yeah <laughs> right? no, we still riot <laughs> right no matter what <laughs> either way absolutely yeah. uh you can find me at warner's fc um at C38SG for all updates regarding C38. Uh, I do want to uh, throw a little teaser uh, that, um, well, I won't throw it out, but big things are coming for C38. Uh, I was talking to Dave about it earlier. We'll see, figuring out some, some stuff, but um, maybe get your cleats. That's all I can say. So um, that's going to be it from us here at the C38 Podcast. You guys have a great rest of your weekend and go rapids go zardis go Let's rubio go beat la bye bye